everyone. Thanks for joining us for uh, Reconstructing Truth. My name's Aaron. This is Caleb. We're grateful just to be back with you guys this week. Uh, as we get started, we want to ask you to do a couple things. Of course, like, share, content, you know, inflate our egos. Yeah, egos, whatever, you know. Reach the masses um, and uh, give us a thumbs up, right, if you're on our YouTube channel and uh so it just uh, helps our, you know, our reach. Make sure you subscribe, right. right? Be notified. Go that extra mile. Go that us. extra mile. You could be one of the first ones to be right. notified that we are um, <laughs> who, dropping who a new video. Who wouldn't want to be? Yeah. Well, it's like Christmas every Friday. <laughs> That's right. And uh, why wait till next December? You could receive a gift this week. All right. We're going to need as many Christmases as, as possible in 2024, I feel like. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be a rough year, I think. Well, I have no idea what we talked about last. Oh, yeah, it was a, a review. Yeah, go oh, check that out. Yeah. I Man, check out some of those movies. That was good. And if uh, if you did, if you did check them out, we'd love to just kind of hear what you thought about them, and you can leave us a comment, and um, you know, and all that, and it'd be good. Yeah. So, let us know if our uh, our our uh, tastes in movies are are on par with yours. Yeah, I think my re- movie review skills are very good, regardless yeah. of what my family says. Yeah. What was who was that uh, overweight movie critic? Oh, uh, Ebert? Yeah, yeah. He, he was bald too, right? No. No. <laughs> no. I have no idea. <laughs> he's dead now. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I guess he's probably bald. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they still, they still, uh, you know, they're, they're riding that dead horse because, like, he still has his, his website. There's somebody else that it was, uh, it was a pair. It was like Roger, Ron, no, it was Roger Ebert. Yeah. Ebert, there was two of them. There was two of them. One of them died. And, like, the other one, I don't know if the other one's still going, but I know the website because I'll still yeah. see that on, because I, I still, re- I'll re- yeah. read movie reviews and I'll still see that. But yeah. somebody else is, like, posting under, it's yeah, like, beyond the grave. This isn't something you can carry on. Yeah, you know? it is. Like, this is that because you know movies art they're not the only ones to do it and uh you know the right and uh you know because that's the kind of like a left they did that and the right's done it with rush limbaugh like well that's true so do do um, on his coattails for sure yeah it's like all this stuff like no rush is dead yeah he smoked too many cigars and drank too much whiskey he's done (laughs) yeah Um, i mean those things are so very much subjective so you can't just be like reviewing movies under no, I mean, there's well, a lot with, of times I'd watch with Rush. It's like this yeah. is a whole thing built on his opinion. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't have an opinion right now. Yeah, his opinions are done with. That's yeah. right. Anyway. So it's that's uh, interesting. It's kind of the culture we live in, though, yeah. where everything is. Uh, when you give everybody a microphone and a platform, and you've built this entire economy based off of that, yes. um, then all the underlings, when the uh, you know when you've milked that cow for the last time, right. and it it drops dead, what yeah. do you do? Yeah, we have a whole. Just, you get a surrogate cow. This, this whole grifter class, yeah, just <laughs> wandering around yeah. looking who they can, you know, weekend at Bernie's for as long as possible. So, oh, <laughs> anyway, man. yeah, no, this is a good time. I just said <laughs> it's not what we're going to talk about it's today. Not at all. Maybe but. we should. We should just keep going on about you know, <laughs> stop buying into the grift people. Be more discerning. <laughs> you know, no, Roger um, Ebert is not reviewing movies anymore. Or <laughs> is he? <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. He's AI. He'll be AI generated within about a year, right? They'll just AI him back from the grave. Uh, that wait until that. Why, yeah. why not? Yeah. Why? Why do we? Why is Rush dead? Why? I know. Yeah, he'll we be do. back. Yeah, he'll be Give back. He'll be, we'll be looking for his new show on X. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Rush has signed an exclusive <laughs> contract. Right. Rush AI. Yeah. Um, on X. Yeah very dystopian so oh, it is but it's going to be a thing it is it's going to be a thing we're going to have dead people <laughs> commentating on on modern events it's all going to be ai generated and, and people are going to be buying it yeah 
<laughs> I'm looking forward to the founding fathers' opinion of our current government today. Oh yeah, well, um, <laughs> you know they're going to be livid. <laughs> luckily, uh, uh, what is it? Chat GT, Chat GPT, GPT. Yeah. Uh, um, luckily, it's not biased, so um, oh, yes. I'm sure that the founding father reviews will totally, um, you know, be be party line divided. Yeah, I'm sure it'll and be not not lean heavily yeah. to the left at all. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's talk about Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait till we get Jesus AI. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> boom! Yeah, man, mind blowing, right? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. going to tell you. Well, in that same same line, you know what? I mean, like I said, this isn't what we meant to talk about today, but boy, but it's just something we're going to have to talk about because uh, y- you know what's going to happen. Like we were just talking about, because you know all these AI models, they are you know as much as we want to sit there and be like, oh, it's all you know computer learning and the computer knows best, but they are yeah. all kind of garbage in garbage out and, oh, yeah. and how they're programmed and and it is going to happen you know they're going to they're going to do somebody's going to come up with that and you're going to go to you know jesus gpt to get advice and jesus is going to tell you love is love and it's going to be completely non-biblical yeah because well i just uh i just uh googled this um i wonder if i can send this over to my ipad can i does it work yeah. is it going to work it's not gonna work. I don't know, um, but it's uh, there. It goes. It's a uh, AI instant pastor. There we go. That's, oh yeah, I have seen that where they uh, yeah. So AI instant pastor sermon outlines AI yep. AI sermon generator. I saw an article where a pastor fully admitted that that he was just gonna read on it was on a Sunday to his congregation. He said this this sermon has been completely AI generated. Yeah. I'm just going to read it. And yeah, uh, they were, they were not happy with them. That Can you imagine nuts. that? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, what do we need you for? <laughs> we'll just put this computer look, screen up. Look at sermon GPT. Like, yeah. What? Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. that, that will kind of go in line with what we are going to talk about though. I think. Yeah, I'll, actually, well, I'll revisit that because yeah, that, that will make it, that'll make a point. You know, and it's, uh, yeah, when you start getting that type of thing, you know, yeah, what is, well, this is, uh, you know, Pastor, Pastor AI here says that this is the interpretation of text. So, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. yeah. You shouldn't, you shouldn't read this literally. Yeah. Know? This is, uh, you know, who's to say what, like I said, uh, what marriage is. And yeah. like I said, when, when Jesus GPT is telling you that, then yeah. Yeah, we're, really, GPT. <laughs> we're really going to be struggling. I'm, I'm, we should probably, I'm going to trademark that. Yeah. We should right probably now. get that, that Jesus URL GPT. right yeah. now. <laughs> So we're gonna, we're gonna take a five minute break. We're gonna That's come right. back with uh, taken. Keep talking. I'm gonna look. <laughs> yeah, Jesus GPT. <laughs> what is, is that? What you said? Yeah, Jesus G, 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 GPT. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead and introduce our topic for today. While yeah. I, I All right. So today we want to talk. Um, we want to talk about the the loss, but not so much the loss. I guess it can be um, defined as as prodigals, um, as the the backsliders, you know, which is kind of more of a older church term, one that um, it's kind of weird. I only learned that term just a few years ago, um, and uh, and all of that. But you know, the truth of the matter is, what happens, you know, in the church and everything is is people come in, they're they're excited, and they're you know, pumped about all, all everything's new, right? And there's this euphoria that takes place anytime that we in, encounter those new things in our lives. Um, and um, it's, it's just an excitement. And I, I have no doubt that, 
you know, many of you have done that, you know, this, this worship song, it really hits because, you know, you're going through this, uh, emotional crisis and your life's falling apart. And it's the first time you've walked into a worship room and, um, you're, you're blessed enough to, to go to a church where the band doesn't suck. And, um, naturally that can elicit something out of us. And, and sometimes we take natural experiences and like them to spiritual, or sometimes it was spiritual, but we expect it every time we walk through the doors. Um, and, or, you know, the relationships are great and the, the pastor hurts your feelings because you find out that, um, that Rick's not perfect or, you know, I'm definitely not perfect or it, same is true for all the churches, right? But we've placed these people on pedestals and they've wounded us or said something we disagree with. And any number of things happens, um, or we get busy or whatever, but we pull away, people pull away. And, you know, eventually they're, they're labeled as, um, as backsliders, right? They've, they've kind of, um, they haven't given up on, um, faith. If you were to ask them directly, they would say and confess that there's a God, um, and, and maybe even a risen savior in Jesus. Um, but they, they no longer affiliate, um, what'd you call them? The, the nuns, the nuns, non-affiliated. Yeah. Non-affiliated. Um, and so they they have no church home. They have much less a, a denomination or 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 anything like that or a particular vein of theology. Um, it's just that they they've become indifferent um, to to the church. And so that's kind of what we want to talk about for a little bit, right? Because it's it's a dangerous thing. It's a dangerous thing because the the church, the ecclesia, not the building, right? But this group of like minded believers is a gift from God, and 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 God utilizes it to carry out his his plan and his purpose and his vision and people who have disconnected from the faith in such a way are, are orphaned, right? They're, they're out there on their own and it's, it's not a good thing. And, and, you know, people will accuse people in my position of, you know, like, well, you just want people there cause you want money or, um, you know, or you just, you know, it's for your ego. So there's lots of people when you speak and, or whatever number of things, you know, broken people will do. And, um, but it's as a believer, I, before all this, I remember being on this side, I, I can't, I couldn't get here without that, right? The work that God did in me required the church, the church, um, and whatever um, church you go to, if it's not here, right, it's required for us. Um, and we know that because God gave it to us. Why would God give us something we didn't need? And so we just want to kind of talk about that. How do you guard against that? Um, how do you help those that maybe have fallen away and are indifferent to the things of God to, to draw them back? Um, you, yeah. Is it available? Uh, it is it? not. No, G G G GPT is uh, already taken. Ah, man. And yeah, so. They selling it or can I ask Jesus GPT something? They're not selling it. It's not done yet. It says it's a good idea and we're working on it. Yeah. So. That's what yeah. they're. The sometimes I think. Says. Sometimes I think you like Google things, and there's some type of algorithm that's like, it's like eh, we'll take that. We'll take that. Yeah. We're not going to give that to you. I went to GPT.com yeah. specifically to see if something. Well, and then I also looked at a, the name uh, domain retailer to see if I could buy it, but they it wasn't even on. They didn't give you the option to even give an offer. No. You know, sometimes they give you a, that option. It's like fifteen hundred dollars yeah. or whatever. It's like no, not a completely different thing. I saw this meme and. Uh, it, uh, it shows it was a crappy meme. It's like stick figure type of things. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and uh, so there's these guys on the boat and um, there's this officer and he's clearly engaging with these two characters. Um, and they, they both have rocks in their hand. And then Jesus comes on the scene and uh, he says, let, let ye without sin cast the first stone. And um, so one of them throws their stone 
and Jesus points to the one that still has his rock and he goes, there's your murderer. <laughs> <laughs> and the cop goes, thanks, Detective Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that simple. So how do we, how do we not backslide Aaron? Um, well, you know, I think, I think there's two, I think there's probably two aspects to this and, and I'm going to start with the one that nobody wants to talk about, which is personal responsibility. Um, because that's something that we what? feel, yeah, personal responsibility. that's something we, uh, we preach here, especially, you know, as leaders in our recovery ministry that, and, and that's totally, you know, well, I'm not gonna say totally unique to recovery ministries, but, uh, it is something that we, you know, that we put an emphasis emphasis on that maybe isn't emphasized in other areas is that you are responsible for the things you do and the, and the choices you make. And so as Christians, um, your personal responsibility is to understand your faith. And that means, you know, spending again, and I, I, I say this all the time, so I won't harp on it too much, but, you know, spending maybe half the time on what you believe to be your path to eternity, maybe spend half the time on that as you do on your, um, you know, your favorite sitcom or your favorite TV show or your fantasy football team or any of these other things. And I'm not, none of those things in and of, by them, of themselves are, uh, are, are evil or bad. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying is that maybe our priorities need a little bit of a tweak. Yeah. You know, if, uh, you know, you, you pray to God and God's like, who's this, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> because he hasn't heard from you in a while. Um, then, uh, I'll just stop while Aaron no, unwraps. It's, right. it's, it's coming through on Nobody can see it. Yeah. But nobody else can see it. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, just in case you were wondering what the sound is. Aaron, Aaron needs, his sugar must be dropping because it's yeah. an emergency. He's got yeah, it right is. Now. But anyway, so, uh, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying though, is that if you don't, if you don't have any sort of conviction, if you don't understand your faith, um, and understand the richness of, of Christianity. You know, this isn't just a, a fly by night thing. Like it's been around for a little while. Right. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, we, we, we tie our faith all the way back to creation and, and the God of creation. And, and, um, you know, there's, there's so much to what we believe And And if, if you haven't done any sort of study or research or anything into that, then, then the, the, the least amount of, um, uh, I don't know, um, you know, kind of a hurdle you face in life or anytime things get hard, you know, especially if you, well, I was just told that if I believed in Jesus, then, you know, my life would be all sunshine and, and rainbows, sunshine and rainbows, then, then when it's not, you're going to be like, oh, well, this must not be true because that's, that's the extent of your belief. And if that's the extent of your belief, then of course you're going to fall out of church because just like Aaron said, anytime you go to a church and we all know these people, heck, some of you might've been these people, um, or maybe you still are these people. You're probably not listening to us if you're these people, but uh, if you've ever been to church, every church you go to, you're going to get, a, you know, something's going to bother you, yeah. right? Because it's full of people and yeah. people bother you. People bother me, <laughs> you know, but I mean, there's always, you know, the pastor's going to, you're going to find out the pastor doesn't do things the way you, you would, every, every, everything exactly the way you would want, you know, the coffee is not the, every, you know, the, the brand you like. They're not going to play every worship song that you like. I'm on the worship team and I don't like some of the worship <laughs> songs, you know, but you know what? That's fine because I know some people do. You know, the, the songs I don't like, other people love those songs, and that's fine. So, you know, church isn't about me. And so, you you know, you're going to be, there's gonna there's ample opportunity to get upset. And so you're like, well, fine, I'm just going to leave this church because, I, you know, I don't like that music. Yeah. Well, the next church you go to, there's going to be something else, you know, and there's going to be something else. And it's, I mean, my, my, my litmus test for leaving a church now is uh, 
I'll put up with just about anything other than, you know, you're preaching in obviously stuff that's, uh, you know, not theologically correct. Yeah. Because I just, I was like, I'm just going to start over. I don't want to have to start meeting new people. <laughs> I don't want to have to meet people. I don't want to do any of that stuff. So, I mean, because I know if I leave here because of somebody offended me, then I'm just going to go somewhere else and get offended. Yeah. And I'm just going to be, you know, out all the time and hassle of making, building relationships again and doing all that stuff. So, um, I mean, outside of, like I said, theological errancy, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, the whole you know? premise is, is just, uh, it's just ridiculous, you know, when we look at that, um, this, uh, the, the personal stuff like that. And again, I'm with you, Caleb, you know, if it's, uh, obviously if, if Rick started being heretical today, um, I'm on staff here, I would not be on staff, <laughs> you know, going yeah. on the road. I'm not, that, that's a, that's a thing you draw a hard line on. Right. Um, but, um, I'm not going to leave because Rick upsets me and Rick has upset me. Mm -hmm. uh, I have no doubt. Um, you know, in whatever church you're at, that that's happened. But, you know, we put up with so much in other realms, um, you know, uh, sports, you know, are, are such a huge thing and people idolize those and they'll do this. I mean, how many times has the, uh, you know, people in the office uh, traded a player that you wish they would have kept or, you know, you've got somebody who disappointed you and they blew it or, you know, said something stupid. And, and the, if, if only we would treat churches um, and people in church the way we do them, yeah. <laughs> you know, with that type of like uh, forgiveness and mercy and grace. What if we extended people inside the church, that same type of thing? Or, you know, your favorite restaurant, how many times do um, people fail in the restaurant business and, you know... Many of you are still eating the McDonald's, um, right? <laughs> yeah. It's it's crap food, and I have no doubt they've screwed up your order multiple times. Yeah. What do you do? You keep coming back, right? Um, so, I mean, again, what if we approach the things of God, and, and the, the church is the thing of God. It is. It's a gift. And um, what if we treated it the same way and, and extended the same type of grace and mercy and be like, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with um, what's, what this is. I don't like the carpet here, but. I'm going to keep coming back, you know, <laughs> and, and that may sound stupid, but I've, I've heard of church splits over things yeah. as ridiculous as that. I heard of one, this, uh, this was locally. I don't know if anybody from that church is listening. If they are, you guys were idiots. Um, <laughs> they almost split because they bought a billiards table. Yeah. And it's just, give me cause you know, billiards is from hell. Was this a Baptist church? Cause it sounds like it, it was totally a Baptist church. <laughs> I was, this, I was a grow Baptist. I yeah. and I, it's like, that totally sounds like a Baptist. Like they, so they bought a pool table. I don't even think they bought it. Actually, I think it was gifted. Uh, but the decision was made to allow it in the youth space. That may be more yeah. accurate. But even if they did, it doesn't matter. That's how you get, to, that's how you get the demons in there, man. Yeah. They come in attached to that billiards table. Yeah, and, they're attached to the pool walls. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Next thing you know, they're gambling. Yeah. And smoking. Smoking and gambling. And dancing. Uh, so I, uh, I met a guy that was on crystal meth one time and, uh, well, multiple times, different people, but yeah. <laughs> this particular one, um, was under the delusion that he was uh, the Messiah, um, which is common. I don't know why so many drug addicts get a delusion that they're, um, the Messiah. <laughs> if I could just, if I had a, if I had a nickel yeah. for every time somebody told me they were Jesus, <laughs> but, uh, he While used, meth, yeah, yeah. He, he used a pool table to explain how he was. He was the savior. So, mm. I mean, I get it. Yeah. That's what the Baptists are trying to guard against. That's right. So. <laughs> yeah. Church I used to go to, uh, somebody complained. You know, we had the same thing. Were kind of what we do here. We have those, uh, the, the, the cards, the yeah. info cards, and we fill that out. And somebody had wrote in and complained that the worship <laughs> worship uh, leader's guitar, his acoustic guitar, was too shiny. There we go. Yeah. It's keeping, keeping people from that Laminated Jesus. top, Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, and I was like, really? We, we only play eggshell <laughs> guitars here. That's right. Yeah. If your guitar didn't have a matte finish, then yeah. just get out. <laughs> but, you know, again, as, as silly as that scene, when you really seems that when, when you think about it, I mean, how often do we allow things to detract from the mission that are not crucial? They're, they're, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter at all. It's, it's not the message. It's not the message. The, car, the car, uh, guitar's not the message. The no. pool table's not the message. It's like, um, but, you know, we're not going to show up here because of that, or we're going to leave, and, and people do. They find things like that to disengage. Yeah. Um, and it, it could be more serious, right? You could you could get hurt and offended. And I go back to that. I mean, um, all of my close friends um, have have pissed me off at some point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, me and you've been working together for years. No doubt, I have ticked you off every day, <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, and, and you've got to be like, yeah, those they, that was stupid. Aaron's an idiot. Um, everybody that interacts with me, I know that. And but but we have to look past those things, or yeah. or otherwise we will never have any deep and meaningful relationships. Um, well, that's probably it, why a lot of people don't have deep and meaningful relationships now. Yeah, there you go. We're so offended. We're such an uh, you know offended culture. Um, we can't you can't make it through life yeah. without being. We get offended. You know, well I'm not going to say it because the people are going to get offended. I, I will say it. You know, we get offended when uh, Walmart asks to see our receipt after they check. You know, you have to go to the self checkout thing. Like, oh, don't, yeah. I'm not showing my receipt. Well, don't if that, that bothers you. Don't shop there. Like that's that's their choice. Yeah. That's their business. They do that. Like people, I just they get so up. Oh yeah, uppity about that, you know. I'm just like, but there's so many things like that though that it's just like, really, this is where you're going to expend your emotional capitals on and, this. And issue. it's not even a new thing. Um, I, I'm sure everybody listening has read the Screw Tape Letters. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, Who hasn't yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's one of the things that he addresses in that, and I can't remember when was that written. Um, oh, in the forties. Yeah, like well, in the yeah forties or fifties. I think it was nineteen forties or fifties. Yeah, um, I to qualify that. Just making sure in my mind that's what I was thinking, but I'm like I'm not confident enough to say it out loud, so I'll let you. Yeah. Um, so if we're wrong, it's your fault. That's fine. Uh, but uh, so I mean, but even when he wrote about that type of mentality, um, that's not where it began, right? It's just been this ongoing thing, this ongoing thing of um, people having this sensitivity that, that drives yeah. them away from the things of God. And that, that's exactly what happens. And so we personally, we have to understand what, what it costs us. What does being a snowflake cost you? And I don't mean that in the political sense of snowflake. Um, right. Just being don't soft. Don't get offended by that. Yeah, either. don't get offended. Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> what an indicator. Of the, like I said, everything we talk about, we're like having a quiet. Well, this is how I mean it because we're so, yeah. <laughs> so worried about offending. And me and you are the least likely to, to worry about offending people. And we're still like having to qualify yeah. some of this stuff. And it's just like, oh, geez. <laughs> but <laughs> it robs you. It's robbing you. It's yeah. robbing you. Like if that's you, it's robbing you of what God has for you um, to do a great work, right? We get to be engaged in this great work of God. And, you know, <laughs> Jesus, you know, told Peter, it's like, you know, upon this, I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Um, so the mentality, we, we get to be a part of uh, the offensive um, against the enemy with God when we're connected with the church. Um, we're part of a different offensive now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Um, <laughs> but a bad, yeah. Dad joke. Oh, where's our, do we got the drive? I do have that. Uh, I have just, you don't know which one it is, do I you? I do. It's, Oh, it's not making noise. Oh, now. you gotta oh, turn up the volume. Right. That's right. Totally lost the moment now. There, there we go. go. Yeah, it's still good. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but you move out. And so, and if, if that's not you, you're not the offended. You know somebody. We all know somebody. Oh, yeah. And it's our job. If you're on Facebook, you know somebody. Well, I mean, I'm talking it's like if you're a part is. of the church, yeah. you have a friend that's got a church hurt that, oh, yeah. that's left over something stupid. And I don't know why, but this is what they always say. God's calling me away. Yeah. And it's funny. God always calls him to the couch on Sunday morning. <laughs> like, right. what weird. God didn't call you to another church. He no. called you to be at home for a 10-year season. I, mean, I can watch online. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you know somebody. Um, it's it's you. If you have influence in their life, you have to have the fortitude to go and have a conversation with them and say, you're missing it. This is not This is not okay. Yeah. It's not okay. Because they're not going to listen to us on that. Um, it's got to come from their, their inner group of people. And it's unfortunate that, that no one has... Um, had the courage to go confront that in them because you should you yeah. should go confront those things and see this is ridiculous you you peddled this crap that god called you away to something else you're not going anywhere you're not engaged anywhere clearly something has happened we need to address this and we need to work through it yeah and so um what's i can't remember where it's at but you know if you if a brother or sister's caught up in sin you who are godly right. should go confront it with them privately you know the, this yeah. falls into that church yeah. hurt and, and the backsliding and the disengagement fall into that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, you know, again, um, to go back to it's, it's a point of <clears throat> one, you, you know, having the conviction about your faith, right? Like if God, and this is what kind of point I, I try to try to make often is that if, if God, if you believe God is God, right. And God has some sort of call on our life or says, these are the things that I expect out of you. Like if we give him that position in our lives, then, then that should be the driving force behind what we do, you know, as far as like, I'm going to do my best. I don't, I don't live up to it all the time, but I'm going to do my best to, to get into alignment with what God wants for me. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry. I gotta love the winter and, and yeah. all the congestion stuff. Yeah, I was um, trying to eat a cough drop earlier and you criticized <laughs> me. Yeah. I called the starburst. <laughs> and, um, but you know, you try, you, you're doing the best you can to, it, to live in alignment with what God calls you to do and to, to reach people and to, to minister and, and all these things. And if that is, if that is the driving force in your life, which it should be as a Christian, then these little things that people want to get, you know, they're, I need to know what about, like they should be pretty small things on your radar, yeah. you know, and you got to learn to just go past that. I have, like we were talking about before, you know, uh, I have a pretty strong, I have pretty strong opinions about things. I don't know if you noticed that about me. And I have strong opinions about, you know, theology and different, um, you know, not only just salvation, but all the little things, yeah. too. You know, I have my opinions about what's what what's what and um, what does this mean or that mean. Or, and our church is non-denominational, so we have a lot of people who think differently about those things than I do. We don't agree yeah. on everything. We don't agree on everything. Yeah. And Rick and I don't agree on everything. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's I like to have the debates. I like to debate just for the sake of debating. It's fun. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's okay. I don't think it matters. No. I mean, as much as, you know, it's like we can have those opinions and that's okay. And it doesn't bother me. And, and because that's not the driving force, you know, behind no. what we do here, you know, it's about, about reaching people for Christ, helping people live a more Christian life. And, and so, um, these little things, uh, they shouldn't matter, yeah. you know, but, but well, they're going like, to matter if you're not, you don't have that conviction. Yeah. And the little things you said that, you know, big things can matter, you know, yeah. like again, going back to, you know, if, uh, 
if uh, you're in a church and they don't think the Bible is the word of God, that's a big thing. Uh, yeah. You should leave there. <laughs> you know, yeah. Don't recognize the Trinity. Those are big things. But yeah, the little things, and some of them are, um, let's take offenses out of it, but could be um, littler um, um, points of, of contention. Um, let's use the second coming of Jesus. Um, there's a multitude yeah. of and variations of, of people you know, they think that he's going to come back before the rapture. Some think he's going to come in the middle of, um, or that the rapture is going to happen before tribulation. Some ha- think it's going to happen in the middle of it. Think something is going to happen after. So those are three varying views that don't have any bearing on whether or not you go to heaven or how we teach scripture or anything else. It doesn't matter. And um, it was still on you. What now? Yeah, just, it was. yeah. Please. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so teamwork it has, makes the dream work. Yeah, it does. Uh, so it has no bearing, and so it's it's a little thing. It's a little thing um, that you know, and we can have the yeah. debates, and the debates are fun. But and, people leave churches over stuff yeah. like that. Like, oh, it doesn't matter. They're mid tribs. Yeah, like pff, you who don't. Cares? And, and at the end of it, who cares if they're wrong? Yeah. At the end of the day, you don't know. We, yeah. You can be yeah. passionate about something and you think you know, yeah. but you don't know. And we don't know these things. And yeah. so it's not worth arguing about. Yeah. I, mean, I have a really well, passionate opinion on it. And, and I yeah. will admit, I don't know if I'm right. Yeah, nobody knows that they're right. We're not going to know if until it happens. And But yeah, people will leave churches over that. Oh, they disagree with me. Yeah. Oh, heavens forbid. Yeah. You, you get outside your echo chamber and hear an opinion that's different than yours. Yeah. You know, and have to actually, you know do something with it right we, i know this is it's uh it's a foreign concept in today's culture that we you know, entertain ideas that are different than should the I put ones it on my face while maybe you talk should. <laughs> see and if you if you just listen to us you just missed out on this this wonderful you know interchange that we have where aaron's talking and it's just on my face and people are like caleb's <laughs> caleb's mouth yeah. what did caleb start using like, that yeah that's right <laughs> Oh, the the level of professionalism you miss out if you're not watching our YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. It's just top top of the line. But so anywho, you know, I like I said it's uh, you know we th- that's part of it. I think you know the the, the one half of the uh, the nuns. And I was just looking it up the because <clears throat> we were asked about statistics. There was an article uh, nuns is a non affiliated meaning you've left church or you know and that well nuns also includes atheists, agnostics, that kind of, you know, but, but it's, uh, it's been growing and it's at, um, in the article I just read was, um, uh, October, 2023. And so they said that nuns affiliation percentage was at 30% now, which is that's crazy. Yeah. It's a lot. It's the highest. It's maybe 30% of believers. Well, it's 30% of people who are not affiliated with religious ideology anymore. So again, that's, um, that would include atheist agnostics also, but, you know, and then, but it also includes the I'm spiritual crowd, Yeah, you know, but I don't go to church or do anything that's actually spiritual. So except yoga, but uh, <laughs> that's a joke anyway. Um, so I, you know, there, there's, there's the one part I think, you know, we're in a culture today where people don't invest the time to understand uh, what they believe. And then they don't have the intestinal fortitude to, you know, they were so worried about being offended or whatever that, you know, we can't, we can't handle any sort of, uh, pushback or, you know, uh, other ideas outside of what we already want to believe. And so that's part of it. I think, I think the other part we've talked about before is that churches have, have attempted so hard to be relevant to culture that 
people come and they're like, what's the difference? Yeah. You know, it's like, why, why am I spending my time here on a Sunday morning when it's exactly the same as anything else? Like we, you know, I think, um, I don't know. I really like <clears throat> Disney on ice productions for Sunday. Morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, some churches, I, you know, well, <laughs> some churches I've seen their Easter programs and stuff they put on. They're all, they're practically Disney on ice. Yeah. You know, that's ridiculous. what I was poking at. There's one church in particular. I don't <clears throat> yeah. Know I showed the you the them. one we watched. Yeah. It, we, it, it's a place in Canada and they have the most ridiculous like yeah. over was, the top yeah it's like the lion king but the but simba or what was it mufasa is like being crucified on the cross yeah and it's supposed to be jesus and I, we watched this whole deal it's ridiculous and i'm just like at what point somebody there's not somebody of course they probably all left but then somebody who actually is like theologically sound does how I many what point do you not stand up and be like listen guys <laughs> i think we've gone a little too far here you know, I get trying to be relevant, but when you start to substitute, um, you know, Christian, you know, truth and doctrine uh, for culture relevancy. So I was looking, listening to line. this clip locally, <laughs> and I won't say who it, who it was, but uh, and I say locally, it's like in this part of Oklahoma that we're in, and uh, and I get what he's trying to do, but again, trying to have this relevancy. And cross the line, liking Jesus to a stripper. Yes, yeah. I showed you that. We, yeah, we you were okay. Yes. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Yes. It's just like, what are we doing here? Right doing here. Like, and, I, and again, I get what you're trying to do, and but you're failing. But you're failing, <laughs> like miserably. No, like, yeah, no, we don't. You don't, don't. You don't liken the, the crucified don't the Jesus, son of God, to a stripper. Yeah, God incarnate to a stripper. Well, um, not only did he it relate him to a stripper, but then followed that up with like. A prosperity gospel message of like he just makes it rain yeah or something and like and I'm just, dollars i can't remember what he said but it was just like <laughs> i don't know which again does not how strip clubs work i mean the stripper doesn't give you money <laughs> aaron stop <laughs> anyway so yeah so cultural relevance in our church and so i was reading an article before we got on here i was talking about how um the the clergy the the pastor pastorate is we're seeing a uh, the the increase in number of pastors that want to leave like either the congregations or the faith all the ministry altogether has significantly increased over the past year or so but the 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 group that saw the the highest is um mainline protestants so i had to and then it said the next next highest group was the evangelical protestants which i had to look that up because i was like what's what's the difference what is a mainline protestant what's an evangelical protestant because have you heard those terms before? I've, I've, I mean, I've heard them before. But I've heard them, yeah. But I didn't realize there was a difference. <clears throat> I didn't either. So I looked it up. Uh-huh. So mainline Protestant is the Protestant we were just talking about. Basically, the the more of a progressive Christianity. The well, we're gonna, you know, uh, science, <clears throat> which I hate. I hate to say this. Like they're more. They're. Um, more likely to just buy buy into you know like science as far as like which i hate like i said i hate because i'm i'm very much a science person yeah but they throw it they're basically basically they're throwing out the baby with the bathwater, i guess in 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 the name of science right so um there's no i guess no room for a divine intervention i guess in any sort of creation or or that kind of thing yeah and so uh, i'm tr- like i said i'm trying to think of a way to say what well, to not sound like I'm a science denier, because I'm definitely not. Um, but like culturally, 
they're a lot more like, you know, they're more likely to be the people who are going to, uh, um, say that any sort of cultural social, uh, rules that you read in the Bible there, that's going to be more of, um, well, that's, that was for that time, but this time is different, that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. So like I said, where this is exactly what we're talking about, where it's like, well, you've made yourself look exactly like culture, you know, society today. So why, why go to church? Yeah. Why have any rules, right? Why have a God? If you can pick and choose what it is you want to believe in the Bible, well, why have a God at all or have any sort of call in your life? Just go out and yeah. live your life how you see fit. I'm going to just, what I think is good is good and what is, what's wrong is wrong and I'll just do that. Yeah. I mean, I, if, if that was the, the depth of my conviction, I would... I wouldn't come to church. No. I mean, it's a waste of time. I just I'll be a good person, quote unquote. Um, so so that's mainline Protestant and then evangelical Protestant is what we would be considered is that, you know, the Bible takes authority. Yeah. And, and then, you know, everything else that's not kinda covered in there is you know, we figure that out. Yeah. Of, but under the context of, you know, mm. what does God say? Like we had that conversation up, I don't know, a few podcasts ago. It's like the Bible doesn't specifically forbade us from, you know, snorting lines of Coke, but you know, there's principles in the Bible that say you should honor your body. So through that we go doing Coke is bad, you know? Um, so, so we, we would fall under that as evangelical. I have a feeling that if there was a stripper, Jesus, (laughs) he would probably view, he would view that different. So, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that church there <laughs> is probably would fall under what we call mainline Protestant. Well, yeah. mainline Protestant slash uh, prosperity gospel would fall. Yeah. I don't know where that. That's just heresy. But anywho, yeah. Anyway, so so yeah, so if if the church isn't going to set itself apart, which we are specifically called to do in the Bible, if we're not going to set ourselves apart from the, the the society in which we live in, then of course you're going to experience, and, and that's what we've done is we've we've made ourselves so culturally relevant quote unquote, that we're irrelevant spiritually and theologically. And so, um, so of course we're going to experience a decrease. And now I've read, and I don't have any specific numbers, but I've, I've read that like, was it Gen, what gen, generation are we on? Gen Z? I don't know. I don't know. Or the Zoomers, or is that the same thing? I don't know. I sound like a old Gen Xer. I don't know. These kids today, but that they're becoming more, we're seeing a, an increase in, um, spirituality or desire to, to go back to church in that generation, the younger generation, because they, they've kind of seen the nonsense and they're, they're not, yeah. not buying it anymore. Um, and that the, the churches that they're going to are, um, are uh, um, more uh, ideal or theologically rigid, I guess you yeah. could say, more evangelical or more, you know, affirming of the Bible. Yeah. So, I guess that's something. Well, yeah, and statistically, those are the ones that are growing right now. Yeah, um, and it's it is. Yeah, it just um, people want truth. People want different. Um, you know, if there was a better way to reach people, I guess Jesus would have been, um, you know, a little less confronting of sin, <laughs> and <laughs> and just been like, yeah, man, let's just all drop peace and love, brother. Hippie Jesus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, it, we we do have to. You know, as, as churches and church leaders, it's our responsibility um, to, you know, present the gospel um, in its, you know, original, um, 
intent to the best of our ability um, as churchgoers, which we are churchgoers as well, as well, you know, it's our responsibility to um, realize that we are, are called in a support role um, here as members of the body to support the head. And if we cannot agree with the core message um, and feel like it's, you know, doctrinally inerrant or something like that, then, um, then, uh, or, uh, you know, wrong. I said the wrong word there, yeah, but it's whatever. Um, you know, then, then it's our job to leave. But if it's not, then there's going to be little things that happen that we're just going to have to deal with. And then as, you know, brothers and sisters of, of people in the faith, if they're falling away um, and not going because of you know, moronic things or personal offenses, then it's our job to go and, and approach them and, and call them out privately um, and, yeah. and to – to try to you know correct that behavior and get them back in you know it's important this is important we can't we can't forsake the gathering right it's, it's important that we're engaged in it fully yeah um, anything else no i think that's it no yeah. um other than uh you know the ran on strip for jesus it was uh and uh that was a thing it was a thing so something we made it was, up it was. yeah just, yeah, just so there's just, clarity there we are not likening jesus to a stripper no somebody else did that else we're making did. fun of them yes because that's not right it is not right <laughs> but you know i mean i do want to in, in today's in. again today's culture and you know in the church the the big church uh there is a lot of a lot of nonsense yeah <laughs> But uh, that's you know, why hopefully we have you. This podcast. Huh? So that's why we have this podcast. Yeah. So hopefully we can, you know, get away from that. Yeah. Well, hopefully you enjoyed today's episode, and you guys will be back with us next week, and not, uh, you know, be too offended by everything. So <laughs> yeah, that's your goal for this week. Stop being a Nancy. <laughs> yeah, we're Ned. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the words. That's I don't probably, know. That's probably. I don't know offensive. if that's the right one, but yeah, probably anymore. That's what we used to say. Don't yeah. be Nancy. But um, it's better than being Karen, I guess. I yeah, don't know. I don't know. Nancy and Karen, man, that's two people you want to hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. man. We love you guys. Uh, we'll see you right back here next week. <laughs>